Hello neighbors, and welcome to Haunted House Flippers. This podcast is merely a work of pure fiction, I assure you. Should you find any similarities to anyone living or dead, or to the experiences discussed, it is certainly only a coincidence. Since you've come this far, I recommend you listen with headphones whenever possible, but if that isn't an option for you, well, I won't judge. And lastly, if you've enjoyed this experience and would like to support the cast and crew while getting some rather interesting and unique rewards, please look for us on Patreon. For the rest of the details about the show, episode transcripts, links to social media, and merch, make your way over to our website at hhfpodcast.com. Thank you for your time. May your experience be splendid. And thank you for contacting Haunted House Flippers, your number one resource for the Haunted House Flippers podcast. We're sorry we can't give you a full-length episode right now, but please check back at the end of the month for a brand new full-length show. If you'd like to hear a short clip that may or may not appear to have anything to do with the show, press 1 or scream yes as if you've just won the lottery but have yet to realize that the ticket was for last week. You have chosen... Poorly. Please enjoy. Goodbye. Hey everyone, Ghost Guy Tom here and... Seriously. What? We haven't been on the road for ten minutes and you're already yammering on into that thing. Can't we just have one peaceful, normal car ride? I mean, define normal. I don't know, Tom. What did normal couples do on long car rides? Ooh, we could listen to the radio. I don't know. Your music's kind of angry. Like, it sounds like it's going to hurt me. And then you just make fun of all the stations I listen to. Tom, you listen to a show called Tim's Foil Hat and Friends. That is an educational show. That is something. Listen, just give me something to work with here. Uh, we could get to know each other better. We could reveal our deepest, darkest secrets. We've been married for six years and dating for twelve. I know everything about you. You do not. Yes, yes I do. Fine, prove it. Fine. I know you have a large Ziploc bag filled with nothing but blue raspberry-flavored candies stashed inside the back of the couch. What? I do not. I know you have an irrational fear of potatoes that you won't admit to. I am not afraid of them. I just don't like how many eyes they have. I've told you that. I know that before you met me, you ordered waffles by asking for the pancakes with the dents in them. Oh, and that there are 11 flavors of ice cream you don't believe in. It's true. I also know that you helped create an online group dedicated to exposing the astronauts for who they really are. Aliens, Aliens who, who forgot, forgot something, something at home, home and had, and to, had run to run back, back real quick. Mm-hmm. And I also know that you squeeze every coin you are given just to make sure it isn't actually chocolate. Listen, I've been lied to before. By coins, Tom? <sighs> Look, fine. I just, I've got some concerns. You should know just as much about me. What's my favorite color? What's my favorite color, Thomas? I don't know. Why are you so yelly? 
I'm just not super thrilled that we have to drive back to New York because you left your wallet there when I asked you at least seven times if you had it. I'm sorry. I thought you had it. Why would I ask you if you had your wallet if I had your wallet? Shrugging is not an answer. Shrugging is always a valid answer? Look, anyway, the recorder is on because I have important things to discuss. Actually, we have important things to discuss. What do you mean, we? I've told you countless times, I am not part of this ghost thing. This is all you. You you can't avoid this, Janet. We need to talk about Lee. What about Lee? Well, aside from the fact that there's just something off about them. And if by off, you mean that they dress nice, exceptionally polite, they're punctual nearly all of the time and apologetic when they're not, and have done nothing but go out of their way to be exceptionally kind and helpful to two people that they had never met prior to a few days ago? Um, well, kind of, but also... Tom, if you mention the hearse one more time, I am going to ensure you get to see one from the inside. Really? Well, that actually sounds kind of cool. Thanks. I'm going to give you a second to think about that one. Oh... Oh, uh, but no, 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 not, not that. Uh, it's a, it's a recording I've got. Oh boy, color me excited. No, you remember our first day when the walls bled and then the ghost knocked me out? I remember the wall leaked out some liquid wood and that you fainted at the sight of it, thinking that it was blood. Oof, man, I have got to pick some new people for my post-apocalyptic survival team. Ouch. Anyway, you remember how I dropped my recorder and then Lee found it and returned it. Yes, I recall. But Lee said something before picking it up. Let me, hold on, let me just pull it up on my phone. Oh, hun, you really don't have to go to the trouble of, oh, here we go, this is happening. Ah, here it is. Really? Chairs stacked on a table and bleeding walls? Is that what you call a haunting? You're going to need to step up your game if you think you're going to scare me off. Movie tropes aren't going to cut it here, my friends. Ah, here it is. Explain that. Tom, I'm not gonna lie. It sounds like Lee was directing that at you. But I wasn't there, Janet. I know, but you need to realize that you weren't the warmest welcome when you first met Lee. I was nothing but pleasant. You narrated their clothing and questioned their car. With good reason. It sounds like they were frustrated with you and were just venting off a little steam. It's understandable. I I don't think it's that, though. Like, it sounds like Lee is addressing the room. Well, to me, it sounds like Lee is half-mocking you for talking about stacked chairs that weren't there and the sludge on the wall. They know you like ghost stuff and hauntings and, well, those are pretty stereotypical movie tropes. I really think Lee believes you are trying to scare them off this job. But they clearly say, my friends, at the end. It was plural. It's honestly a little hard to hear. That could have been static or something that makes it sound like there's an S. Or maybe Lee thought I would be in on it too. It was only the first day. I really wouldn't worry about it. There is also a chance that Lee was being humorous in their own way. I do not get their jokes. They are not funny. It's dry humor. It's a very specific type. 
It's very British, to be honest. Well, he doesn't sound British. I didn't say they were. I said it's a type of humor. Have you never watched the BBC or seen a Monty Python movie? I have. Obviously. Thank you very much. I know what you mean. It's, it's kind of like when I see something funny and you don't laugh, but it's still actually really funny. No. I don't laugh because I'm contemplating abandoning you on the side of the road in a cardboard box labeled free to good home. See, I'm pretty sure I know you're not being serious, because if you were, you would have added something like still teething to that sign. <laughs> oh, you're not wrong. Probably. So, Lee. Yeah. Just so I'm understanding this correctly and clearly. Mm-hmm. You think... Lee is a 200-something-year-old ghost. What? No, I, I didn't say that. Oh, so like an ancient vampire whose sole purpose is to annoy you. I never even implied that once. Okay, okay. So like some kind of demon from a botched summoning spell who can't get back to the underworld. So they took up a job as a home remodeler. What are you even doing? That, that sounds absolutely ridiculous. Does it? I can keep going. I like how this feels. Do you? This is fun. What? What's happening? Oh, oh, oh. oh. What if? What if? Lee is actually your grandfather in a super realistic mask, like on Scooby-Doo. Hey, can we stop at a gas station, please? I would rock a Velma outfit, and you know it. Haunted House Flippers is an original podcast written, produced, and edited by J.D. Loria, who also voices Tom Miller. Our cast for this recording also includes the talents of Melissa Croft as Janet Miller. This outro music is Buzzard's Bay by The Shortcuts, and our delightful metal sample is the self-titled track by Barnyard Sacrifice. Thanks so much for tuning in, and until next time, remember, if you've got it, haunted. <laughs>